to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Hello, my love. Welcome to a new episode of Chiara Prella, the podcast. Oh my gosh, you're in for such a treat on this week's episode. And I feel like I'm saying this a lot, but I really, really mean it. I got to interview Ellie Timo, who is just such a beautiful mother, entrepreneur, leader in the space, business strategist, and just so much more. She'll introduce herself to you. So um, don't mind me. I'm just sharing my my perspective of it all. And we got to talk about really such subtle and such important aspects of bringing your vision alive and a truly soulful and heart-led way and deep integrity with who you are and if you are playing in this online space wanting to build a business or wanting to grow your business by bringing your soul's purpose alive and you sometimes feel like you know like you have to shout louder or be different or follow a certain action plan and you feel drained and burned out by it this episode is for you. Ali will give you her insights on what it really took for her to build a truly successful business, not just financially, but really from the heart and a truly fulfilling business where she fully feels alive. So I'm super excited for you to tune in. As always, take a screenshot of this episode and share with us, tag us, share with us um, what you really took out of this episode, what you loved. Send us a direct message on Instagram. I'll tag her in the show notes below and me as well. And I would really love to hear what you were able to take from from this beautiful magic that happened in our episode. So without any further ado, enjoy today's talk with Ali and me. Welcome, Ellie, to this week's podcast episode. I'm actually so excited to have you on. And I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience. Yeah, beautiful. First of all, thank you so much for having me here. It's such a joy and such a pleasure to be able to talk to you. And oh, goodness, a little bit about myself. Well, 
you know, for, for work, I am a brand strategist and energetic embodiment coach. So really my, my big focus, my big passion and mission is to really help women build businesses that are in alignment with who they are. And I kind of take the approach that that does involve the energetics, which is more, I would classify as like the feminine energy and then the brand strategy, which is really the masculine. And I think when you combine both of them and then align that with who you are and your mission here on this earth, then that is when you create a life of completely limitless joy. Um, and I, th- I think that ultimately that's what we all want. That's what we're all here for in this human experience. Right. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I do. And I'm also a mom of two little kids and I'm a projector in human design. And yeah, I think my biggest mission here is to really lead from the heart and knowing that we can do business differently, lead from a new standard of leadership, um, and just have so much like juicy fulfillment. I just got goosebumps all over my body. <laughs> I totally, I, I, I feel this so much. That's why I'm so happy to have you on this podcast as well, especially this part around create like leading from a different standing point um because i feel like there's so much like loudness and bigness and like things out there that when they're authentic it's beautiful but oftentimes i feel like there's this notion nowadays in the online space that we have to shout big and like scream to be heard and to sell and i really like that's what i want to dive with you in in with you today in this episode to really how can we step into this, this hard-led leadership where we can lead from integrity? And really, for me, it's really from love. Um, so I would love for you to share with us, how was your journey to get where you are at now? Because I like my audience is at the beginning of their journey mostly. So if there is a lot of, oh, I need to do certain things to be heard and to be successful. So how did you navigate your beginning to where you are now that grounded into your truth? Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. And I feel like it's been such like a long journey in a way, even though sometimes it doesn't always feel that way. But I started in 20, 2015 actually is when I got my coaching certification. So, and I, I initially did that just because I, I was in a corporate job that I really, really hated. And, you know, even in 2013, I was in a corporate job that I hated. It was like sucking the life out of me. And I was like, I just need to do something creative. And so I started writing and then through my writing, I, you know, I, I created a blog and that exposed me to that life coaching was even a thing. So I was really, really drawn to that. And that's when I really started my business was in 2015. And then a few years later, 2017, um, is when I made a pivot more into brand management and brand strategy. And yeah, and it, and it was such an interesting journey for me because even in that time in 2018 is when I discovered my human design. So I really went from like, I am trying to build this business. I'm doing what everyone says that I should do. I'm putting in the hours I'm hustling and I feel burnt out and I feel shitty and I don't feel good, but like, I know it'll pay off. This is about like the long-term strategy. Right. And then when I discovered human design and doing things in my way, 
that's when my business really stopped feeling like a struggle. It stopped feeling like I was like climbing and things were just coming to me really organically. And my business really started to take off from that place where I was like, wow, I, when I take care of myself, I actually attract more clients. Like when I do things differently and that also feel good, my results are better. (laughs) So, um, that was, that was really huge for me because my parents are both entrepreneurs. So I grew up with the example that growing your business is really hard and that you have to work all the time and that burnout is just a part of it. And, you know, there were all these stories that I really had to decondition from and really had to unpack. And even since then, it's been that process of refinement in, okay, do I want to show up and sell every single day? Do I need to do that? Do people need me to do that? And, um, and then being like, well, what if they don't, what if I trusted myself and what if I trusted them and just knew with deep certainty that my business was going to grow and that I didn't have to approach my business from a place of like, I have to do this. So I'm heard and I have to do this. And, you know, being pulled in all these different directions and just really got clear on like, what's my truth? What feels good to me? How am I like stretching out of my comfort zone, going to the edges so that I'm not falling into patterns where I'm like hiding and playing small, but still not doing something that just feels like so incorrect. Um, and like have created just such a beautiful business from that place. And I think that's what I want everyone to really know is that, you know, I think at that time, if someone were to tell me that if I were to rest more or prioritize myself more, that my results in my business would be better. I'd be like, that sounds great. Um, but really, and then now having the evidence that like, yes, that's true. Um, it's just the most liberating thing. You know, you can begin at your square one and that's beautiful. And you can build a foundation that's in alignment with you and still and create results where you're like, wow, I'm really in awe of what I've created. This actually really feels good to me. That is so beautiful. Do you want to share some of the parts where you, because you said that you started to shift into doing things the way that you, that felt good to you, that you wanted to do it this way. Do you want to share some of these changes? Like how did it look like before? And then how does it look like now for you? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that at that time. And I, th- and I think sometimes it can still be easy to fall into that when you are consuming so much on social media and seeing all these different approaches and what other people are doing, where it can be easy to fall into a habit of, um, you know, even like looking at your to-do list and feeling the pressure to get it all done or to feel like you have to show up every single day that, you know, you have to be consistent. And like, of course you have to be consistent in your business, but are you creating content from a place of like, I just got to get this content out there. Or is it something that actually like really is from the deepest part of you that you feel joy and expansion when you share? It's like, if everything is energy and people are, whether they're conscious of it or not, are picking up on that, are, is the content that you're putting out feeling energetically good to you? Because if it is, then people will feel that. And if it's not, people are going to feel that whether they know it or not. Yeah. 
And I think the incredible thing about this is that for me, oftentimes the output doesn't actually change. So sometimes I, I caught myself in like, oh, I have to create. So I have to create like, I don't know, like five posts a week. But then when I created this internal shift, all of a sudden I was still posting five times a week, but from a very different energetic standing point. So oftentimes it is not even that the output will change, but the way that you created change so much and it is perceived in such a different way because of how you said it. Like some people might be conscious of it and some not, but at the end of the day, we feel when something is forced or when something is expansive. And obviously like if we buy into someone, we want to be expanded. We don't want to be like contracted and forced, right? Exactly. It's like the level of intention that you have behind everything is so groundbreaking. And even like with creating offers, it's like, are you creating an offer because you know, or think that someone's going to buy it or someone needs it? Or are you creating an offer because like, it's your artwork, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a completely different vibe. It is. It is for sure. And I'm a manifesting generator. So I like I had a billion different ideas all of the time. But when I follow these ideas of like what I have to do, I get so caught up in it and it drains me. Like I can feel it in my everyday life. I'm a mother as well. So I can feel how I'm like not that present with my daughter anymore and all of these things. And it shifts so incredibly when you tap into this truth of yours and into what do I actually want to share with this world? Because that comes naturally to you. And then things start to, to flow out of you. What's your experience in that? Yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like, um, for me more recently, like in the past year, there's, you know, the way that my business model was set up, I had to kind of step back because that process of alignment is never ending. Right. Even though my, I like started my business in 2015, I've, there's been so many shifts and pivots along the way. And I find there was a time that I even resisted the pivot. And then I was like, wait, if this is where I'm naturally being led, like, why, why am I not going here? So sometimes we can box ourselves in. And for me, I had to really look and be like, where am I operating from a false sense of responsibility? You know, like I'm, I'm good at these things. I can offer these things. I can make a lot of money doing these things, but is it actually in alignment for me? Is this in my highest interest? And then is it in my client's highest interest that I'm, you know, doing these, um, or like creating these offers or offering the service or whatever it is. Right. And, um, yeah, it's like such a beautiful process to step back and be like, oh, wait, what actually really like, like, what am I called to do? Mm. What is my purpose here? Like, what's the thing that's going to deeply, deeply fulfill me? And it's like, I only want, I'm only available for those things. And if I'm only available for those things, then especially as a projector, right? Like I'm a non-sacral being. So I have to be very like my energy is absolutely sacred. And I know that I have a pattern of burning out, but it's like when I'm only available for the thing that's in my highest interest and my alignment, um, then I don't, I don't struggle with burnout. Like I'm in operating in complete and total overflow. I look at my life in awe of what I've created. And it's not for me, it's like, it's not just about building a business that's successful. It's building a life that makes you feel successful. That makes you feel expanded. That makes you feel like so deeply on purpose. 
Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And one thing that you mentioned, it's this, we might be good at something, but is it really in alignment with what I want to bring out into or what I'm meant to bring out into this world? And I'd love to dive deeper into this because I know like I've struggled so hard with that because I felt like I had so many skills, like there are so many things that I could teach on or that like people could benefit from. But this overwhelm then led me to not being able to like actually provide anything because it was like I was constantly pivoting and shifting all of the time. So how, how is your experience on really finding out what it is that you are meant to be sharing versus what you are good at and you could make money with? Mm, Yeah. Oh my goodness. So (laughs) it has been the most expansive experience And the most absolutely challenging experience, because for me, I had built a business where I was like, I was creating um, consistent 30K months in my business. So at that place in my business, it can be, it can feel like security to have that kind of income. Right. And you can feel like, oh, this is what everyone talks about. So I've made it. Um, there can be a lot of ego that's really tied up in that. And then coming to a place and having certain experiences and my own intuitive feelings and just so much coming to light and so much shifting energetically for me. And then to having be okay with so much of that stripping down and stripping away. And there was a huge identity death for me that was just so challenging to move through because there's parts of you when you move into alignment that have to die and those things feel comfortable and they feel secure and they feel safe you've carried them for so long so even if they're not in your highest alignment it still it feels good so letting that fall away and strip away so that you can move into alignment is really challenging. But then on the other side of that, once you've moved through that, it's just, there's a whole new world. You know, you, you realize the things that maybe you thought meant freedom for you, um, didn't in so many ways. And when you let go of the things that ultimately don't serve you, you open yourself up to just so much beauty. And that's really been my experience. Yes, I totally like I have experienced that too. And I think this ego death, it is so difficult when we are right in front of it, when we realize that, oh shit, like I actually have to let go of this part of me. And there is a lot of fear coming up because the ego only survives because we identify with it. So when we stop identifying with it, it will do everything. It will put up like the big guns to be able to survive and keep its place within us. And that's really, for me, it has been about like tuning in. For me, it's like this this frequency in the heart, really tuning into that, the soul purpose, dharma, however you want to call it, high self, it doesn't matter how we call it, but really tuning into that frequency and basically shifting the identity from the ego to this frequency, right? So how... How have you walked through this? How have you like navigated through this ego death into being able to release all of it? 
Yeah. I mean, like the biggest thing that I've really sunk into is like the frequency of trust, Mm. Um, the frequency of trust and the frequency of certainty, because without, without tapping into those places, as you're walking through a place of deep uncertainty, um, then it can be really easy to revert back to old patterns and old ways of being and also get swept up in those stories that do come up. Right. So, um, yeah, I was just really conscious of, as I was moving through it, that I knew deep in my soul that I was being called towards something that was greater than what I could fathom and that I wanted to move through it as powerfully as I possibly could. So always thinking of it that way. And obviously having, um, a really great mentor to be able to walk with me. I know both of us now have worked with Heike Fleischer, who I will just shout about for all of time because she's such a powerful woman and witch and space holder and just her gifts are absolutely beyond. So she has been such a, yeah, beautiful guide for me as I've really walked through all of it. Yes, I can totally like big shout out to Heike here. <laughs> I can yeah. totally resonate with that. Um, I've only worked with her for like two weeks now and it already has shifted my entire reality. And like, that's not big words. That's like my truth <laughs> happening here. Yeah, <clears throat> I definitely like I had an experience of having a healing session with her. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I'm going to do this healing session. I'm going to feel so expanded. I'm going to feel so light. And then I fucking cried for a week and I was like, (laughs) what's going on? And she was like, you know, (laughs) she was like, this needs to come up. There's a lot of repressed emotion. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many layers to our healing. Mm -hmm. And so like the foundation is you, how deeply do you trust yourself? How deeply do you trust yourself? How deeply do you trust the certainty of where you're going so you can let go of things that feel secure so that you can let go of things knowing that like what you're moving towards is better than what you could ever possibly imagine and then that piece of like how are you being supported because especially as women sometimes we women and mothers we fall into this pattern of being the martyr and feeling like we have to do it alone it's like when you can find a really great mentor of a community, like a sisterhood where someone is really wants you to rise to your fullest potential and is there to walk with you. That's so invaluable. It's so beautiful. Hello, my love. Allow me to interrupt this episode very quickly because I have a really important message for you and I have created a gift for you and I really want you to hear it. I want you to know that your business gets to feel feather light. It gets to feel spacious and you get to make sales on a daily basis of a place of deep empowerment, of being deeply rooted in your truth, of being deeply rooted in your love and in your integrity. 
your social media gets to be a place of joyfulness, of spaciousness, of being lit on. You get to show up in your true essence and this is where your people will move. This is where they will buy into your programs without any questions at all. And this can be your reality. This is supposed to be your reality. And I have found that the shift that you need to make to tap into this new timeline of boundless expansion and abundance is to be deeply grounded in your essence and liberating your mind and being from anything that is shading off this essence. And this is why I've created a gift for you. It is called Deactivation and it is a 90-minute immersive experience to gain deep clarity on what your soul's purpose really is and I'll help you take the next steps with bold confidence in bringing your soul's mission alive. So I invite you to pause this episode right here, go into the show notes, sign up for the activation and then come back here into this episode. I see you, I love you, I honor you and I am so excited to see you in the activation and now I'll let you go back into this week's episode. Bye bye. It is, it is, especially because what you said, like we have to be so certain into trusting something that is not tangible yet. We don't have proof of it right now. So it's like almost like I had times where I felt like completely going mad because I was like, I know that I'm supposed to do it, but no one, like my family, my husband, like no one got it. So it was like, am I going mad? Like, is this, am I still on the right path here? (laughs) And that's why you completely have to develop the certainty, this trust in this voice or however people experience it. For me, it's like this, the silent voice pulling me forward and completely trusting in that and allowing ourselves to be completely like um how do you say like confident and and really certain about it and that's where the mentors come in because our ego will bring up so much stuff and all the conditioning as well of like how we have to do things or um i feel like security is a big thing especially also being a mother it's like it's not just me anymore right so it's also I have to take care that my daughter has her house has her like kindergarten and has all these things so it's really like this sisterhood that you're talking about it's so important of really being able to allow ourselves to expand into that did you you said you were already making a lot of like having a high income when you when you went on this journey right this like particular season. Yeah. Of okay. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of, like a lot of us, when we start out, there is not the, the income yet, the financial, um, how do you say like the, the financial ability to invest into a high level mentor. So what would you recommend those women in, how can they develop that trust, that, that, that certainty in their inner calling? Yeah. If they're like not at that place in their business yet. Yeah. Is that what you- 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's my reality of where it stands right now. But, you know, if I were to go back to even like mm, 2019, so I like went into full-time, full-time in quotes, entrepreneurship in 2018 when my son was born, but I had lost my job prior to having my son. So I, that was unexpected for me. I was like, Oh, I'm going to have a mat leave. I'm going to, you know, be able to build my business on the side while I have my mat leave. And then I was really in a position of like, I had a, a really terrible experience that motivated me to never have to go back to a corporate job. So at that time I was like, my goal in entrepreneurship is to just make $1,300 a month. All I need is $1,300 a month. I didn't care about 10K. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like that didn't matter. I just wanted to be able to be with my kids and to be doing the thing that I love. So, I mean, even at that point was a huge pivot in my business. That pivot that I said that I was resisting, I was resisting a pivot in moving into brand management, brand strategy, and not just um, life coaching, not just life coaching. Life coaching is beautiful in and of itself, but I was really being pulled in this different direction that I was resisting. Um, so even then was a huge leap for me. And I didn't have this income backing me up to, you know, invest in high level support or things like that. I definitely did at that time invest into a program that felt really stretchy to me that when I paid for it, I like it was more than my monthly income. And I wanted to throw up when I made that payment. <laughs> But it was just like, it was such a, it was such a beautiful example of trust in myself, right. To be able to do something like that. And I think it's also important to know that just, it, it's not that you have to invest thousands and thousands of dollars. Like if you're in a place, like, I don't think that anybody should go into debt in order to invest in a coach. I think that that is dangerous advice to give because you're really moving people into a space of fight or flight. Like now they have to survive and like, you can't, you can't operate from like your most overflow of creativity from that place. You know what I mean? So, um, finding mentors who have like lower end offers for you, for you to go in, you know, just finding places and spaces that feel expansive, that feel supportive, where you feel seen, where you feel held, where you feel self safe so that you can unravel. Mm, yes. I, I totally feel that too. One thing that came up because for me, like I know for both of us, integrity is a big point. So when you made that pivot, um, going into brand management, how did you feel, what, what was the resistance? Is that, was that a part of like being in integrity? I'm asking this because in my, on my journey, teaching women around business and creating offers and that I started with that right from the beginning. And I didn't even have any clients yet. And still I knew that I wanted to do this because like every inch of my being was thinking about it all of the freaking time. And every time I wanted to create something like business stuff came out of me. So um, I had to do huge work around integrity there, understanding that I'm still in integrity, even though I haven't had the results that I was teaching yet. So how was that for you? Was that like that deal for you as well? Uh, so for me, I was coaching and doing a lot of like coaching on, on the side of like being a full-time mom. And then I had a friend of mine 
who was like growing her online business. And I was just like, Oh, you know what? I think I could really help you. And then through my experience with her, she would refer me to someone else and then refer me to someone else. And for me, the resistance was like, Oh, I'm just doing this behind the scenes. I'm not going to share what I'm doing publicly. Um, I'm just going to be like the little secret ninja behind the scenes and doing this. And for a long time, like that's what I, like nobody knew that I was doing brand management. Nobody knew that I was doing anything related to business because I was like, Oh, I'm just going to do this and then do my coaching until my coaching picks up. Um, and then I'll maybe transition out of this. And then I was like, wait, why, why wouldn't I talk about the fact that I am doing this and have it be this like secret thing? Um, Yeah. And then now it's kind of like coming full circle in a way where I'm taking on less brand management clients and um, moving more into like, no, I don't, I'm actually not meant to be behind the scenes. I'm meant to lead from the front and lead from my heart. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think for me, how that ties into integrity is like, I think it's just like the, our whole conversation loops back to integrity. You know what I mean? It does. Doing things that are really in alignment with, with you and where you're called, um, where it's like you, it's like you're listening to this soul yearning. Like it doesn't matter that you might not have certain results. You're leading from where you're being called to lead. And it's from like the intention, your heart, like it's from the purest place and that's integrity. And even like making decisions in my business where it's like, I'm pivoting this way because that's where I'm being called and I'm going to pull back and refine this way. And I'm going to let go of this client or I'm going to, you know, everything is always from a place of integrity because you know, even with like letting go of a client, for example, it's like you could keep on a client that, you know, it's not aligned because like the money's good. Um, but are you, is that what you really want? You know, like for me, it's like the money gets to be such a beautiful bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, I'm certain that it happens because the integrity in the heart is there. It's not yes. my motivator. It's not the driver. I just, I know that that's going to manifest into my life, but if I'm leading from integrity and leading from my heart, that's the most important thing that I do in all ways. Oh, I think this is like an entire episode on its own, like money and, and calling this abundance in when we stand firmly in what we're supposed to be doing. I was, you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you work with Heike, you also met your inner disruptor and my inner disruptor yesterday, like he told me that it was like, like no one should ever worry about money. It's like, we just have to do what we are supposed to be doing. And then it's just natural that our needs are met. Like there is no distinction between the two things. It's just giving ourselves again, this permission to fully follow this heart's calling. So to tie our conversation up, I would really love to talk about how you handle, because you mentioned you did this pivot and went all in in your business when your son was born. And I mean, like motherhood is a full-time job on its own and leading an online business is a full-time job on its own as well. So I would love for you to give some like your experience, tangible, um, tips on how we can manage that in a way that we don't burn out. 
Mm, yeah. And I think this is, it's really important to get clear on what season of life that you're in. Mm-hmm. I think so much of the time we, we put pressure on time, you know, it's like you, ha- there are examples in the online space where people have grown their business really fast. And that doesn't mean anything about who they are other than that's an experience that they had. And if that's not your experience, that doesn't mean anything about who you are. It doesn't mean that you're bad at building a business. It doesn't mean that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. It just means that it's unfolding in sacred time. You know, you are on your own timeline and to rush that. So for me, even though like I started my business in 2015, that's the same year that I had my daughter. So it's like I had my daughter and then a couple of years later I had my son and I was really clear on, I know I'm going to run a successful business. Um, that's a given. I don't need to push it. I need to be where I am right now. And I prioritize being at home with my kids and being okay with making $1,200 a month. You know what I mean? Like what was my bare minimum requirement so that I could live and then have the experiences that I wanted to have, knowing that when I could expand my capacity to hold more in my life and in my business, it would happen. So there was a lot of trust in that space. And then as my kids got a little bit older, right now they're four and seven. So as I got a little bit older, I got more space and then I could go. And then I moved into a different season in my business. Mm -hmm. And then my business grew because I had the capacity to do it. So it was really operating from a space of trust, operating from a space of like, I don't need to pressure myself. I don't need to burn out. And then the other side of things was the biggest mindset shift that I had was prioritizing myself because as mothers we're so conditioned to be selfless and it's like, but why would you want to be less of yourself? I want to be all of me. So then I had to rewrite what selfish meant and be like, actually, I want to be a little selfish. I want to go for a weekend away just by myself and know that my husband's taking care of the kids. I want to do my practices and like my energetic practices and know that I actually don't even need alone time for that. I can do that with my kids. And my kids can see how I prioritize myself and they can be involved. Like, you know what I mean? There's so many different, different subtle shifts that actually make such a big difference that have really helped and supported me on my journey of like being a mother and an entrepreneur at the same time. Yeah. I had various like goosebumps shivers while you were talking. Um, that's always how I know, like there's a big truth in what you're saying. And, um, one thing that really stood out for me, it's like this being okay with making $1,200, $1,300 a month. Because when we are in this online space, it's like, oh, we have to have these like 10K months, like right away. That's how I started out as well. And it made me so frustrated. And that obviously then you were, I wasn't able to be the mother that I wanted to be, which made me more frustrated. It's just like this downward hole. And I think it's really important to understand that it's beautiful to see all these results and all these things online, but also like 10 K in six months, it's not just that, like there's a lot of pre-work that went into that. So we can't really always um, like compare ourselves to that. And especially being a mom, like 
setting the the bound or the, the the priorities what is it that i really what what is important to me as you said like i want to spend time with my kids i want to have time on my own and then the business kind of has to adapt to that I, that was one of my biggest mindset shift it's not that my life has to adapt to my business but my business has to adapt to my life yeah so getting really real about like what does it actually mean for you and knowing that like if you have a goal of just $2,000 a month in your business, like whatever the amount is that that doesn't like earning that doesn't mean that you're less than somebody who earns 10,000. You just haven't made that yet. Like it doesn't mean anything about who you are. It's just a result that you've created. So for me, it was like, I, I never, I never put pressure on myself to make a certain amount other than the bare minimum. What do I need to actually survive and live? And then from that space, everything became overflow. And because I, my priorities were like the presence in my life, the level of joy that I was feeling in my life and really being so conscious and aware of like, I want to live in alignment. I want to feel really fulfilled. I want to feel exactly how I want to feel. And then my results, then I would go into like, I guess what someone would call like quantum leaping where you know, um, 2019 to 2020, my business doubled 2020 to 2021, my business doubled again. And like my results just get to be like that, but like, and I can talk about, you know, 30 K months and doubling my business now, but it started when I was like, I just want to make this so that I can be present in my life and with my kids. And this is where I need to be in my season. Hmm. And someone can have young kids and have incredible results, you know, and like, that's totally fine. But I think at the end of the day, what's in alignment for you? What do you really want? What are your values? How are you increasing your presence and how are you increasing your joy? I think that is such an important point here because I know for myself and I see that a lot as well, that we kind of like tie being present and having joy in our lives to making money. So yeah. like in my head, it was like, okay, like I need to make 10 K months to be able to then be present and be joyful. And that is yeah. super toxic. Like it is just not going to happen. We have to cultivate this joy and this presence first and then let the money be like the, the the tool or the vehicle or the cherry on top but we can't make the money responsible for it because then we're always going to run and run and run and that is where we see like a million dollar or billion dollar businesses being led by really unhappy and really unfulfilled people right yeah you can build a really like on the outside successful business and hate it and resent it. And that was always something where I, I knew I did not want that. No amount of money would be worth that. Um, and you can have experiences where you have a high month. Like I've worked with clients before where they're like, oh, I had a 30K month and how do I do it again? I'm like, well, did you like the month? Did you feel joy in that? And they're like, no, I was burnt out. And I'm like, then why you're not going to create it again because you're unconsciously going to block feeling that way. So that's why it's so important to like build from the foundation of your alignment, build from the foundation of who you are. And then everything's overflow. Everything feels expansive. That is so beautiful, Ali. Thank you so much. I oof, I love this conversation. So how can people find you? How can people work with you? Let us know everything. I'll also tag everything in the show notes, but just tell us everything. 
Yeah, for sure. So probably Instagram is like the best way to find me. That's my absolute playground that I love to be in. So it's just at Ali Timo, A-L-L-I-E-T-Y-M-O. And yeah, I have a lot of really exciting offers that have launched and that are coming up. So right now I just launched a membership program called Evolution Revolution, where it's just so accessible, which is so beautiful. And every month I'm launching a new workshop. So if you want to learn about writing copy or expanding your energy or balancing business and motherhood, there's a different theme each month and we're going like really deep in it. And that feels really beautiful. I just launched a mastermind called metamorphosis, which is really about, you know, creating your life from the space that we just talked about. And yeah, lots of little ways, lots of new offers that are dripping out of, um, that just like feel so beautifully abundant for me to invite people into. So, yeah, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast and I'll leave it here. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much. my love that was quite a ride my heart is so full thank you for being with me here today and if you loved what you heard it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot share it to your socials tag me at Chiara Prala and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.